Welcome to the Cedar Blank Church Houston Social Media Church Broadcast. Hi, I'm your host, Pastor Ellis Stelly. On behalf of my wife, Charlotte, and our children, Jaden and Naomi, and the anointed people of our Seed of Life Church family here in Houston, we welcome you to Seed of Life Lifelines. Let's have a word of prayer and get right into the message. Father God, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we come to you today with this broadcast for these, your people. I pray today, Father God, that you would think through my mind and speak through my lips, that your word would come forth unhindered and unchecked by any outside or opposing force. We give you praise in advance for all the signs and all the wonders and all the miracles of God that you're going to do for these, your people today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, let's get started today. I got, first of all, I got a word of encouragement for all my ministry partners and friends and even my pastor friends who are having a hard time making it. I want to know, I want you to know something that God is still in control. Your ministry is not over and you need to stay in the fight. Praise the name of God. Let me tell you something. Amen. Glory to God. God didn't bring you all his way just to bring you all his way. And you need to stay in the fight and you need to make up your mind that you're going to fulfill your destiny. Amen. Listen to this. Just because you may have experienced a tragedy through this COVID-19 status, you know, we lost a lot of people, amen, in ministry and in our families and stuff like that. But just because you've experienced a tragedy doesn't mean you have a tragic future. God knows where you are. He sees where you are and he's going to deliver you to your destiny. Just because you may have experienced uh, you may have failed doesn't mean that you're a failure. You got to talk to yourself and encourage yourself in the Lord. Amen. You got to stay in the fight and you got to be ready to do what God called you to do. Just because you may have suffered loss doesn't mean you're a loser. Praise God. And another thing I want you to know is no matter where you are, even through this time of the pandemic, God is able to fulfill his word unto you and to bring you into your destiny. He has made you to be the master of the storm. Let's look at that before we get started today. This is just an opening word of, of exhortation for you. Go with me. Let's go to Mark chapter 4. I want you to see that you have a choice in this battle. You have a choice in this engaging God through faith. You have a choice to respond to the storm, amen, or respond to God, amen. I, I'm going to respond, amen, in faith. I'm going to respond with God in faith to everything that I face, amen. Let's, let's, look, look what the Bible says. In Mark chapter 4, verse number 35, the Bible says, And the same day, when evening was come, he said unto them, Let us pass over. Now understand, this is Jesus speaking. If Jesus told you that he was going to bring you into your destiny, you need to stay on track and understand what the destiny that Jesus called you to bring, that what he called you to do, you're going to be able to fulfill it. Look what it said in verse number 36. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship. And there was also with him other little ships. And there arose a great storm of wind and the winds beat into the ship so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship asleep on a pillow. And they awake him and said unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you do not have any faith? Glory be to God. God is asking us to have faith. God is asking us to stand our ground and show him some faith so he can get involved in that situation and make you the master of the storm. Now understand, today this is a kingdom of God message intended to empower you 
to give you the victory in every area of your life that Jesus Christ died for you to have. And so I want you to get ready, take some good notes. Today we're going to be talking about a message that I think is very important to the body of Christ at this time. And that is engaging God with violent faith. That's today's topic. Engaging God with violent faith. Faith for your breakthrough. Glory be unto God. Well, if you're going to engage God with violent faith and you're going to experience the hand of God in your life for breakthrough, you got to make sure that you got the right source. Because in this time that we live in, when people are suffering from shortages and lack and not enough, when the government uh, seemingly praise God, uh, you know, people in government are just, you know, for lack of a better term, acting a fool. When there's injustice and even the spirit of racism is rearing its head, even in the body of Christ, we need to make sure we know who our source is and we got to have the right source. Amen. Your source is not your banker. Your source, praise God, amen, is not your job. Your source, praise God, is not the people who you would like to be with. Glory to God. Your source should be God. And I'm going to show you the instant that Jesus Christ stops being your source, you automatically come under the curse and you have to experience everything that's going on in that world. Turn with me in your Bibles. Let's get started. Opening scripture, Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 5 through 8. Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 5 through 8. Go ahead and put it up on the screen. We're going to show you something in the word of God about making sure we have the right source, amen, and who we're trusting in. The Bible says in Jeremiah chapter 17, verse number 5, starting and we're going to end in verse number 8, as we talk about the unlimited power of faith, amen, glory to God. The Bible says, thus said the Lord, cursed be it the man that trusted in man. And make it flesh his arm, whose heart departed from the Lord. For he shall be like the heat in the desert and shall not see when good come. Man. But shall inhabit the parched places of the wilderness and a salt land not in and not inhabited. But look at verse 7. This is the man you want to be. Blessed is the man that trusted in the Lord and whose hope is the Lord. Or whose hope the Lord is. And he shall be as a tree planted by the waters and that spread it out her roots by the river and shall not see when heat cometh, but her leaves shall be green and shall not be careful in the year of drought. Neither shall cease from yielding fruit. That's the person that God wants you to be. As you trust in God, God is legally bound and operated, uh, legally bound and obligated through the working of the spirit of faith to make sure you meet your destiny. Amen and amen. So let's look at it. We're going to engage God with violent faith and understand the unlimited power of faith for our own personal breakthrough. Let's go first scripture. Let's go first Timothy chapter six. Amen. First Timothy chapter six. We're going to learn something about faith today. Amen. Honey, faith is a fight sometimes. A lot of people think, well, if God said it, you know, shouldn't it be easier than that? No, it shouldn't. Amen. God's not going to just drop you in your destiny. You're going to have to stand up and fight back in faith to see everything that he promised you in your life to come to pass. Now, these principles that we're teaching are very simple to put to work. I want you to hear this word today and go out tomorrow and you're going to see the spirit of faith undergird everything that was spoken. And if you believe and receive the word today, it'll start manifesting in your life. Amen and amen. First Timothy chapter six, verse number 12. The Bible says this fight the good fight of faith. 
lay hold on the eternal life, whereunto thou art also called and has professed a good profession before many witnesses. Let me tell you something. One thing I've learned about faith is faith is voice activated. When you are moving with the spirit of faith, you're going to have to be speaking things out along the way. Well, what if I say something and it don't come to pass? Keep saying it. Because the Bible says you shall have whatsoever you say. If you say you're in faith and you're afraid to speak because some Pharaoh somewhere is, is daring you to say something so that if it don't come to pass, they can tell you, I told you so, you need to keep saying it anyway. Glory to God. You need to keep speaking what the word of God says. Praise God. Because this is the season, amen, for you to come out. This is the season for you to have your breakthrough. And when you get in faith, you're going to learn the real reason why Jesus died. Let's look at that. The real reason Jesus died. Look at Revelation. Because a lot of people got a lot of opinions about why Jesus died. I'm going to show you why he died. And it was to make your life better here in this earth. Glory to God. Look at Revelation chapter 5. Verse number 12, the Bible says, you know, he's talking about you know, the scroll needing to be open. And it says, let's look at verse number nine. It'll explain it. The Bible says, Revelation chapter five, verse nine. And they sung a new song saying, thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seal thereof. For thou wast slain and has redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation. That's a cure for racism right there. I said, that's the cure for racism right there, knowing the real reason Jesus died. Look at verse 10. And has made us unto God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. And the Bible says, verse 11, and I beheld and I heard the voice of many angels around about the throne of the beast and the elders, glory to God. And the number of them were 10,000 times 10,000 and of thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the lamb. Why was he worthy? That was slain to receive power. Glory to God. Honey, there's nothing in this earth that can stand up against the power of the word of God. And I go a little further and say this. You can't break a person that's getting his power from God. Amen. Glory to God. He was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. Jesus died for you to receive all that. Everything he received, you received also. Glory to God. You should be operating in faith to receive the precious promises of the word of God. And when you know that, you can operate in violent faith here in this natural realm. Amen. Which is, amen, the supernatural power of God unto you. Faith is the supernatural power of God unto you. You can operate in that and see all the promises of God manifest in your life. Amen and amen. Let's look at it a little further. Go to Matthew chapter 11. Is there such a thing called violent faith? Yes. I mean, I'm telling you, people get saved and then, you know, look like they turn into paper tigers. Honey, I wasn't a, a coward when I was uh, in the world and I refuse to be a coward right now. Glory to God. You're going to have to throw off every oppressive work of the devil in your life in order for you to receive the supernatural power of the word of God. Now understand, I want to say this before we get too far gone. What I'm talking to you about right now is supernatural. It comes from the supernatural power of the word of God, and you're going to have to begin to see the word of God as living and alive and able to change any situation or circumstance in your life. And when you do that, your breakthrough is on the way. Look at Matthew chapter 11, 
Matthew chapter 11, look at verse number 12. The Bible says, and from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence and the violent take it by force. If you want God to do anything in your life, you're going to have to have a strong supernatural mindset. Glory to God. In order to have what he said you're supposed to have because the devil's a no good devil. The devil will create situations, circumstances, and, and issues in your life to distract you from what God said about you. You have to live off of what God said about you in his word. Praise the name of God. Now, to receive the things that Jesus died for, you, for us to have requires that we operate in violent faith and have a violent faith lifestyle. A violent faith lifestyle just don't happen by talking. You got to spend time in prayer. You got to spend time fasting. You got to spend time studying the word of God. You got to spend time, praise God with God. Amen. And, and, and if you get off, honey, God, if you really in God and you getting away from him, he'll let you know about it. Praise God. You got to keep your faith strong is what I'm saying, because faith is a lifestyle. Romans chapter one, verse 17, put it up on the screen. Romans chapter one, verse 17 says this. Herein the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, for it is written, the just is, the just shall live by faith. Faith is intended to be a lifestyle. If you're not living by faith, you're not a Christian. If you, I mean, you may be religious and identify with Christ, but you're not really living for Christ unless you're living by faith. Amen. And faith doesn't take no for an answer. Faith keeps coming after God. Amen. Faith keeps getting up. Huh. The Bible says a righteous man falls seven times, but he's not utterly cast down. You got to make up your mind that I, I am going to experience God and I'm going to have the things that he said I'm supposed to have in my life. And this barrier, this obstruction and this evil that's coming my way will be broken and I'm going to have my breakthrough in Jesus name. Now, understand something. Faith is the vehicle of the spirit. Yes, it is. It is the way that God has chosen to interact with man. And you know what? Without faith, you can't please God. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6 says this. Uh, it says that they that come to God must first believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Now, I understand something. If you don't come to God knowing just who he is, he can't reward you. You're going to have to spend time in the word of God to see that situation change. You mean to tell me I'm going to have to open my Bible every day? Praise God. You're going to have to get you a uh, time to study the word of God, get you some devotional time, get you a good devotional where you have the word of God in your life. Find good ministries to sit under that's teaching the word of God because teaching brings empowerment. Even the world system believes that. Amen. When I went to Lamar University, when, when you go in there in, in, in your class, uh, uh, your professor doesn't come in there and, and starts just giving you a pep rally. No, you sit down and you study. You sit down and he's empowering you with learning. He's empowering you with knowledge. Praise God. Amen. When I was in Bible college over there at Abundant Life, I mean, they weren't in there preaching. They was in there teaching the word of God. Now, I understand inspiration has its place, but I'm telling you something. Let, let me say it to you again. Too much inspiration with not enough information will leave you with no revelation. And if you're going to get your breakthrough, you need to know what the word of God says. It needs, it needs to you know, become alive to you so you'll know how to get out of that thing. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. So you understand something? God will reward you. You can't, without faith, you cannot do anything to please God. Amen and amen. Faith is a supernatural force that can change 
and dominate anything, amen, that it comes up against. Hallelujah. Faith is the key. Glory to God. It takes violent faith to take delivery of what belongs to us as children of God. Amen. It takes violent faith to have the things that the Bible promises in your everyday life. Look at Romans chapter 8. Let's go there. Romans chapter 8. A lot of people don't know that it's not your job that's keeping you going. Praise God. It's the power of the word of God in you. Glory to God. And if you're going to have your breakthrough, you're going to have to understand the unlimited power of faith and engage God with some violent faith and don't take no for an answer. Look at Romans chapter 8, verse number 32. The Bible says, He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not also with him freely give us all things? That's right. Freely give us all things. All things like the healing and the health that we need for our bodies. The miracles that we need even in our finances. Glory to God. The provision of God coming upon our life by the anointing. Amen. The protection of God to keep us and keep our children safe from the demonic spirit called COVID-19 that's killing people every day in this land. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And God's breaking that thing right now, by the way. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. The grace to do what God has called us to do. I don't care if he called you to be a housewife. I don't care if he called you to be, amen, uh, a husband just working a normal job. Praise God. He'll give you grace, glory to God, in that to be the best at whatever you do. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Favor. We need that on our life. Amen. Glory to God. We need to engage God for the favor of God in our life. Psalms chapter 5, verse 12. Let's put it up on the screen. Psalms chapter 5, verse 12, it says this. Uh, uh, God promises this. Now, there's a four-sided shield of favor that God has for us. Let's look at that. Let's get our eyes on that. Praise God. Let's get our eyes on that. We need to see that God has a plan to, uh, to keep us in this time and cause us to prosper. Psalms chapter 5. Verse number 12. Let's go there. Hallelujah. It says this. For thou, Lord, will bless the righteous with favor, will thou encompass or surround him as with a shield. For the people of God, there is a shield that will protect us from every negative circumstance and situation in this earth. Didn't say you wouldn't have to go through it, but knowing that you're protected will empower you to dominate it in Jesus' name. If you're operating in faith, you'll have your breakthrough. And not only favor, but the mercy of God for your life. Honey, you need mercy. You don't always wake up anointed. Praise God. Sometimes you miss God. Sometimes you don't treat people right. Sometimes you don't do what you should, but the mercy of God can come on your life when you're in partnership with him and you're engaging God with violent faith. Honey, the Bible says in Psalms 86 verse 5, for thou, Lord, are good and ready to forgive and plentiness and mercy to all those who call upon him. Praise God. You need to be calling on God for mercy to be over your house. Amen. All these come by faith. Amen. All these things are supernatural things and they come to you and manifest in your life by the supernatural power of the force of faith. Amen. You got to know about that. Faith is trusting in and believing God according to his written word. Amen. Glory to God. That's where faith comes from. The word of God. Look, look at Romans chapter 10. I know this is probably old school stuff for you veterans in the word. 
But some people haven't heard this right. They, they haven't heard the word of God the right way. And they need to, amen, glory to God, see it for themselves. Look at Romans chapter 10, verse number 17. Let's look at it together, amen. Hallelujah. The Bible says in Romans chapter 10, verse 17, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Amen. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So as you hear the word of God and as you're, you're, you're hearing me speak, the supernatural spirit of faith is coming unto you. And as you hear it and you, you allow it to come into your spirit, man, when you leave it, you ought to go out and speak in faith. Glory to God. You ought to be speaking to a negative situation and say, nah, not so. My God shall meet and supply every need I have according to his riches and glory. Not so. Not me in my house. Nobody in my house is going to fall prey to COVID-19. Glory to God. My children shall remain blessed and healed and well. My wife shall remain blessed, healed and well. Glory to God. The people in my workplace shall remain blessed, healed and well. No tragedies here. See, you got to operate in faith because faith is activated by speaking. Let's look at that. Second Corinthians. I know I digress a little bit, but let's look at that. Second Corinthians chapter four, I believe it is. Let's look at that. You need to know that if you're not speaking faith, you, I mean, you might have religion. You might have a relationship with your preacher, but after you leave church, you're going to have to deal with the devil yourself. Amen. Look at second Corinthians chapter four. Take it to number. Let's go to verse number 13. The Bible says we have in the same spirit of faith, According to as it is written, I believed, and therefore I have spoken. We also believe, and therefore we speak. Honey, if you got faith, you ought to be speaking it out. You don't have to wait till the, till the, uh, the notice sign. You don't have to wait until they say it's done. You can say it in advance. Glory to God. And you can speak in advance, and God can change your life through speaking. I'm not telling you something I heard. I'm telling you something I know word. Praise the name of God. It doesn't matter what your credit score is. If you get in a proper relationship with God and get under this word and begin to receive the word of God correctly, God will take you from a 453 credit score and double that and make it 850 something and just bring you into everything he said you can have. Amen. So don't let that make you believe God has forgotten you. God can take you from being unemployed and move over 150 people to make sure you're fully employed so that you can keep covenant with him through the tithe and offering and you'll see your life change. Glory to God. Yes, it will. If you allow God to do it, he'll do it. Amen. Because faith is voice activated and you got to say some things. Now, when I say faith, when I say faith, what should be happening is you should be hearing the supernatural power of God unto me. Amen and amen. Because that's what faith is. It's the supernatural power of God unto you. Now, it don't matter if your girlfriend believes in it. It doesn't matter if your, your buddy believes in it. You need to believe in it. Glory to God. You're the one that needs to be debt free. You're the one that needs healing for your body. You're the one that, amen, needs peace in your homes. So you don't, you're the one that needs to come into this word and begin to believe God for what his word promises through faith. Amen. The word of God is the supernatural power of God unto you. The word of God, amen, has to be seen from a supernatural perspective. Glory to God. Yes, it does. It is not logical, nor is it reasonable, nor can it be. See, a lot of people, they got to have it all figured out. They got to have a plan. Amen. 
they got to, you know, have these they, the humanistic reasoning comes to them and, you know, they want to make it sure that they have to understand it in an in a organized kind of way. Let me tell you something. Faith doesn't make sense. I don't have a lot of time left, but I want you to know that faith is foolish to the world. Amen. Glory to God. Faith is foolishness unto the world. And what you have to do, glory to God, is operate in faith and oppose what the world says about your life. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And that's where most people miss it. And they limit God to a Sunday morning service in, in preacher's hand, you know, a preacher's handshake. Glory to God. They come to church and they say hallelujah. Praise God. And they shake the preacher's hand and they go right back to the nightclub. Go right back to earth realm living. Glory to God. Go right back to earth realm thinking. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't have a relationship with God. They got a relationship with a church organization, but they don't have a relationship with Jesus. Amen. Because when you leave out of, out of the church after being empowered by the word, you can't hold on to that stuff. Glory to God. You got to live by faith seven days a week. Glory to God. If you out there anywhere in the world after, amen, glory to God, receiving Jesus, amen, you haven't broken free and you have separated yourself from the world, you, you're in jeopardy right now. Amen. You need to make a, a, a total commitment to God to see his spirit come upon your life that you're going to change. Glory to God. And you're not expecting everything around you to change and you don't change because that's, a, that's, a, that's really an oppressive spirit. It's a Jezebel spirit. It's an evil spirit that comes from the devil. The, you, I, you, you may have people like that. You may have people like that on your job. Amen. That you work for. They're real controlling, real, real oppressive because they expect you to change and do what needs to be done, but they don't have to change. That's not how God operates in the kingdom of God. Amen. But the spirit of God will come on your life and show you how to deal with that, where you'll have nothing missing and nothing left off. Praise the name of God. Let's look at it in the word of God now. Amen. Honey, and you know, natural people don't understand these things. So I want you, once again, when we're talking about the unlimited power of faith, Faith for your breakthrough and learning how to engage God violently, you are going to have to depart from the natural realm is what I'm saying. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 2. I hope you're getting this. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank God for all the people who text me and send emails and thank us for this word. Praise God. Amen. Glory to God. If you, if you like what you're hearing, just leave a little note. Praise God. Hallelujah. Look at 1 Corinthians Chapter two, let's go to verse number 14. Now, I understand to have the power of God on your money, you got to depart from the natural realm. How do I do that? First of all, I submit my resources and my finances under the control of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit directs me to stay in covenant with God through the tithe and the offering. Yes, indeed. Amen. It shows me how to do alms. Glory to God. Yes, indeed. That's secret giving. Amen. God will speak to you about I mean, one day God spoke to me about giving the people who I know full well were already blessed of God, but they were trying to do something. And I, I said, Lord, I mean, you know, I haven't seen these people in a while. You say, go without delay and put a seed in their hand because I'm doing something in their life. And, you know, I did that and I remain blessed to this day. Glory to God from doing that. And I do that all the time. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, to the natural man, that doesn't make sense. But to the spirit, man, it makes good sense. Look what the Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. Let's put it up on the screen. The Bible says, but the natural man receiveth not the things of the spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Uh, 
their foolishness unto him, neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. The natural man receives not the things of the spirit of God. Amen and amen. For there is foolishness unto him. Now understand, you got to depart from that natural realm. The word of God is, the, is a supernatural force and you got to let God have his way in your life. It comes with power, the word of God does. Amen. And not, not just natural power, but supernatural power. And you got to see God, amen, as he is the God of all flesh. Now understand something. He does this, amen, to break you out. Let me show you how to break out. Look at uh, Galatians chapter 3. Galatians chapter 3. Praise God. We don't have a lot of time. Hallelujah. They give me a signal, but I don't want to be distracted. Uh, Galatians chapter 3. Let's go to, uh, I want to show you this. You've been redeemed from that. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Galatians chapter three. And if we don't finish, we'll just make this part two. Look at Galatians chapter three, verse number five. We're talking about, amen, the unlimited power of faith, praise God, and engaging God violently for your breakthrough. Look at Galatians chapter three, verse five. The Bible says, he therefore that ministered to you, the spirit. See, that's what I'm doing right now. I'm imparting the anointing of the Holy Spirit through the preaching of the word of God unto you that you can receive the breakthrough that you have in your life and have the power of God operating in your life. Amen. Look at this. He says, he therefore that ministered to you the spirit and worketh miracles among you, do it he it by the works of the Lord, by the hearing of faith. Even as Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness, know ye therefore that they which are of faith, the same are the children of Abraham. And the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the heathen through faith, preached before the gospel unto Abraham, saying, In thee shall all nations be blessed. So then they which be of faith are blessed with faithful or like I like to see it, or believe in Abraham. Then drop down to verse number 13. I want you to see this. The Bible says, Christ, the anointed one in his anointing, has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on the tree, that the blessing of Abraham may come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. So faith can break you out of anything that's coming against your life. Faith can break you out of any circumstance or situation that the devil has created because God is not a respecter of person. Amen. I said God is not a respecter of person. Let me tell you something. God is not a racist. Glory to God. We serve a good God. Hallelujah. And uh, the same God, amen, that makes the sun to shine on every nation is the same God that gives light and truth to all those who believe in him. Amen. You got to believe that. Let me show you. God's not a respecter of person. Look at Acts chapter 10. See, this right here is a cure for racism right here. Because you got a lot of, you know, well-meaning Christians who are not aware that they've been duped by the devil and deceived. And they're operating in a nationalist kind of religion that excludes a whole lot of God's people. And that's not going to work. And I'm going to tell you something, folks. I am in the body of Christ and I love all God's people. But honey, I'm telling you something. 
They got some stuff happening in the body of Christ that I have never seen before in my life. Glory to God in Jesus name. Now watch this now in Acts chapter 10 verse number 34. Peter, you know, after he went and ministered to the Gentiles, he came back and he said this. When the Holy Spirit fell, he said this. Then Peter opened his mouth and said of a truth. I perceive that God is no respecter of persons. Amen. Watch what he said. But in every nation, every nation, every nation, he that feareth him and worketh righteousness is accepted with him. Glory to God. So we ain't trying to limit God to just your little people group and your little ethnicity. You, you, you don't know God. You're not, you know, you're not operating from the God of the Bible. Amen. Praise God. Cause he don't have a respect of person. Like I said, we serve a good God and he's not a racist in the same way that he makes the sun to shine. Glory to God over all the earth is the same way he brings his light to all his people. Now understand something. You got to believe that God is able to break you up. The word of God, amen, is a supernatural platform to bring you into everything that God died. Jesus died for you to have. Amen. Jesus died for you to be free. Jesus died. Glory to God for you to experience. Watch this now for you to experience everything that the Bible says is yours in your inheritance. But you got to know these things. In Daniel eleven thirty two 32, it says, but the people that do know their God shall be strong and do great exploits. The spirit of truth operating in your life from the supernatural platform of the word of God will bring to bear the power of the Holy Spirit in his ministry in faith for everything that you need. So knowing God is knowing truth. Knowing God is, has to do with power. Knowing God has to do with knowing his ability. Knowing God has to do with knowing his word. Knowing God has to do with knowing the voice of God. Amen. Glory to God. Knowing God has to do, watch this now, with knowing the presence of God when it manifests in your life. And faith is the only way that you can know God. Listen, folks, as I come to a close, I want you to understand. Faith for your breakthrough starts with you, amen, engaging God in violent faith, amen. You're going to have to make up your mind, I'm coming after you, Jesus. I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to let the voices of this world and the devil stop me from serving you. Glory to God. You know, when you're serving God and, and, and things aren't going the way you expected, as long as you're on course with God and doing what God told you to do, you can keep going. Glory to God. Because remember, they laughed at Noah when he was building the ark. They laughed at Noah. It took Noah over a hundred years to build that ark. Glory to God. Hallelujah. They laughed, amen, at Paul. Glory to God when he was on that ship. Then they got into a storm and the ship broke up. Praise God. Hallelujah. He almost drowned. He got to dry land. He was building a fire and a snake bit him on his arm. People was watching him to die. But you know what? Paul didn't die. See, that don't make sense to natural realm people. Glory to God. They believe that if you were God, you shouldn't have any kind of trouble. That's a lie. That didn't come from God. God is empowering you with faith so that you can dominate and overcome every storm in your life and live in the victory that Jesus called you to have. Now, he didn't cause the storm, but he's given you his word to develop yourself in so that those storms will mean nothing in your life and you will be able to have the victory in every situation of your life and you, amen, will be the head, not the tail, above only, not beneath. Well, that's all I got for this session. We're, we had talked about understanding the supernatural power of, the un, of faith and the unlimited power of faith. 
And we need to engage God, amen, to have what he said we can have in our life. Let's pray. Let me tell you something. If you need God to move in your life, I'm going to pray right now. I'm going to release the spirit of faith onto you. And you're going to experience the power of God in your life. And you're going to have everything that God said you can have when you dedicate yourself to the written word of God. This won't come by osmosis. It's not going to fall out of heaven. You have to engage God. You got to get filled with the Holy Spirit. You got to get your mind renewed on the word of God, which is a constant process because there's nobody who's going to totally get their mind renewed. That's an everyday walk with God that you have to have. And watch this. Then you're going to have to allow the Holy Spirit to transform your thinking, to transform your life. Amen. If you believe that, let's pray. Let's set ourselves in agreement right now. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, I release the power of the spirit of faith under your people to stand in this evil day. And heaven and all that stand, Father God, I pray that they would stand to see your glory come on their life. Let the glory and the power of your spirit elevate them and move them into new areas of living in the mighty name of Jesus. Somebody's believing right now for a new home, Lord God. Let them have it in the name of Jesus. Show them what they have to do. Make everything line up in the name of Jesus. Somebody's believing God right now for a new job. Father God, right now, work with them to bring them into the doors that need to be open for their life and anoint them with favor so that they can receive. Somebody's believing you right now, Father God, for the healing of their bodies. They've been given a bad doctor's report. I rebuke the doctor's report and the demon spirit that's orchestrating sickness and disease in their life. And I release the spirit in the anointing of healing unto them. In Jesus Christ's holy name we pray. Amen. If you don't know Jesus Christ like that and you want to know him as your Lord and Savior, let's just pray right now. You can have Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Just pray this prayer with me. Dear Lord Jesus, I know without you I'm lost. I know without you, Lord Jesus, that I die and go to hell. Lord Jesus, I don't want to die and go to hell. I want to live in heaven with you. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Change my mind and my spirit to serve you. In Jesus' name, I receive you as my Lord and Savior. I believe you're the Son of God. I believe God raised you from the dead. I believe you're coming again, and I want to be with you in that church. In Jesus' name, I pray. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. My friends, I believe if you prayed that prayer, you got born again. And if you need any more information, just get in contact with us at www.seatoflifeministry.org. You can look us up on, on, on Google, Facebook, Glory to God, uh, YouTube. We, we got two or three different kind of uh, podcast channels, praise God, Apple, uh, iTunes. All this is available to you. Just go to our website and we'll show you how to get in touch with the God of the universe and you'll live a victorious life. Until next time, I'm Pastor Ellis Stelly on behalf of my wife, Charlotte, and our children, Jaden and Naomi, and the anointed people of Seed of Life Church, Houston. We want to tell you one thing. Live supernaturally and speak life because at Seed of Life, we want you to know and remember that Jesus is Lord. See you next week.